Kuliquita Catin, Kuliquita Cata, Kuliquita Catin, Kuliquita Cata. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 106.3. It is time now for a new segment that we are calling Jeanette Celebrates Speaking Loud Spanish. It's the World Baseball Classic. Jeanette, please celebrate speaking loud Spanish. That means raise the music. Yeah, you don't need Person. to translate, just speak. How does that mean? What? How does that mean? What does that mean? Both what you said, what what's happening right now, what was happening right now. means nothing. Means absolutely oh. nothing. You're just dancing. Okay. You're just dancing to the beat, moving around. It's called merengue, and everybody's losing it. You hear this song at every Latino party. Best. And this is Tonio Rosario, Dominican legend. And then I was yelling that si tú va un juego del baseball mundial, el clásico, y tú no está bailando, y tú estás sentado ahí calladito, no celebrando tu cultura, los están Haciendo mal, okay? I just yelled at other Latinos that they're sitting in their seats, not celebrating their culture during the World Baseball Classic. You're doing it wrong. Jeanette randomly, Jeanette randomly is the biggest (laughs) World Baseball Classic fan ever. No, not randomly. It started in 2013. Well, actually, so here's the part where I really got upset. It goes back to A-Rod, okay? His parents are Dominican. And he had the opportunity to play for the Dominican baseball team. Or Don't the- forget from the mean streets of Kendall, by the way. <laughs> he grew up in the slums of Kendall. <laughs> the slum right next to those chickens. Uh-huh. Um, That's and- what he said. And then so, or the American national team. And he went to go mm. play for the American team. And what happened? Undefeated World Baseball Classics champions in 2013. Hey, he loves this country. Yeah. Um, Christian, who are the defending World Baseball Classic champions? Just refresh my memory if you could. USA, baby. Yeah. I want to say, yeah. I hope this doesn't offend anybody but trash. I am fully Dominican <laughs> while this World Baseball Classic is happening. It's okay? funny. Ironically enough, uh, I-, I buy like those fake jerseys from China where you have to buy like 12 at a time and spend $50 <laughs> in shipping. I uh, have they a, fall uh, apart in the washing machine. Yeah, I-, I have a Giancarlo Stanton a USA Team USA from 2017 jersey bought from China, and it was like 25 bucks. So I'm a walking contradiction, but I don't care. I am so excited for the World Baseball Classic. It is where our Latino community culture is at its finest, and nobody can say anything. So um, let's and go. By the way, that reminds me, Venezuela and the Astros tonight in the Venezuelans tune-up before the World Baseball Classic. Go to ballparkpalmbeaches.com, ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Get your tickets, and you're also going to see and hear and experience Jeanette Javier, who is the in-game host for the Houston Astros. She is there tonight. You are jacked, man. You are super up for this. Fun fact, I think they're letting me say the Venezuelans leaderboard on the PA system. Are there lineup? Yes. I think That's they're awesome. allowing me to do that today too. So and Altuve you know, I, is you know I practice you know I'm I was practicing. I am practicing Jose Altuve's 
Because Altuve's playing against the Astros. Yeah, today. the only time he's ever done that. So it's very That's exciting. Awesome. I I typically wear my Jose Altuve, and I'm going to say it like that all the time. I'm going to be super unapologetically Dominican while the World Baseball Classic is going on. Okay, so sorry, not sorry though. And um, that this is a, I typically wear my Altuve jersey throughout when I throughout the games when I'm in, doing the in-game hosting stuff. But today they told me not to. So it's very serious. Very serious. Very, very serious. So, again, ballparkpalmbeaches.com. That's going to be a ton of fun. Venezuela and the Astros at the ballpark at the Palm Beaches. Hey, it is hot. It is disgusting. It is terrible outside. I mean, it is mid-March, and it is just a sauna. You need to make sure that your AC is in working order. Maybe it's sputtering, and it needs a tune-up. It needs a repair, or you need to replace the whole thing. Repair or replace. That's what EDS is doing for you. EDS Air Conditioning, edsairconditioning.com. EDS is, yes, they're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. Repair or replace? Those are the two questions you need to ask yourself about your air conditioning if you're having issues. And the red flags for an AC unit that's struggling is you hear a noise and you're like, uh-oh, or it tries to kick on, and then you don't hear the fan after that. Or you walk into your home, you had your AC on when you left, you walk into your home, and your home is hot. It's muggy. That's a problem. That is a big issue. Uh, so uh, those are the indicators that something's wrong with your air conditioning. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. Been doing it since 2006. Family-owned and operated. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com to get your AC right. Repair or replace with EDS. We've been talking a lot of Lamar Jackson. Let's go back to the phones. The most troubling part of the Lamar Jackson saga. What is the most troubling part of the Lamar Jackson saga? It's for me, Eric DaCosta, the GM of the Ravens, saying we'll continue to negotiate in good faith with Lamar Jackson. But there's nothing good faith about using Lamar Jackson by giving him the non-exclusive franchise tag to let other teams offer him the significantly less than $230 million guaranteed and use Lamar Jackson to then have him reset the quarterback market that was blown up by the Browns and by Deshaun Watson. That's wrong. That is absolutely wrong. And the Ravens are going to let other teams do their dirty work and then swoop in and say, oh, yeah, here's your long-term deal, Lamar Jackson. Not even close to the $230 million guaranteed. Jeanette says... The vilification of Lamar Jackson's mom is if she is the reason why this hasn't gotten done. Her acting as Lamar's agent is the reason that this hasn't gotten done. That's the most troublesome part. What's the most troubling part of the Lamar Jackson saga? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Also, news to me, there's a Rush Hour 4 coming out. Did you ask for a rush hour for 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. All right, now we're back to the phones. Jay in West Palm on ESPN 106.3. Hey, Jay. Hey, guys. How you doing? Thanks for taking my call. Yep. I agree with you. I totally agree with you on the, uh, the guaranteed money. It's got to be a problem for Baltimore for sure. But I wonder if Baltimore is also maybe trying to consider – the fact that Lamar in the last two years has missed 11 games and one playoff game. He's thrown 33 tees and like 20 picks ballpark in that period of time. And I mean, you know, availability, there's that new saying availability is something, but you wonder if they're worried about giving like, you know, guaranteed, guaranteed money to Lamar, but he can't really guarantee that he's not going to miss five, six games again this year. I was wondering what you thought on that. 
Yeah, and, and but my, my counter to that would be, and all those are fair points. Like, I, I totally understand from the business side of it. I mean, I'm looking right now at the Dolphins, who still haven't picked up the fifth-year option for Tua because durability. I mean, you just don't know uh, what he's going to be able to do. they've missed similar games this year, the last two for years. Sure. Both for sure. For sure. 10-12 games. But my, my counter to that would be that Deshaun uh-huh. Watson got all that money after missing seven games, an entire season with all sorts of problems off the field and then got that money. It's just a tough pill to swallow when you say, oh, this guy's been banged up and, oh, some of his numbers may have decreased, um, but then you have the guy who set the standard for money in the NFL who is an alleged criminal who then missed an entire season and they got suspended 11 additional games and appreciate the call. That is the That's the counter to that, Jeanette. It's like, oh, but he's not reliable. Can't stay on the field. Uh, he's been banged up. He's missed 10-11 games the last two years. His numbers decreased. uh, Touchdown-interception ratio. But that makes it even more egregious that Deshaun Watson's getting paid what he's getting paid, and you can't bring Lamar Jackson into that neighborhood. Absolutely. Not to sound too too bad, but, you know, Lamar Jackson missed games for actually playing the game of football. Mm -hmm. Not Deshaun Watson and whatever nastiness he decided to involve himself in. Right. Right. Uh, So, uh, Now, let's go to social media because Chris says an agent would definitely change things with Lamar. Teams are more inclined to give in on a potential deal with an agent due to the agent having other potential clients that the team might need to do negotiations with in the future. That is correct, Chris. But how inherently wrong is that? That the Ravens would say, ah, nah, this isn't working with Lamar's mom. Because she doesn't provide any future business benefit to us. That's, like, come on. It's very NFL of them to do that, though. Totally. To that. It wouldn't surprise totally. me. I mean, Chris is not wrong. But also, that is inherently wrong, right? Like, that, the, the, the fact that that's even a thing. Uh, James says, the more I read about the situation, the more I believe Lamar needs an agent. At first I didn't think he did. Now I definitely do. I think he would have gotten a deal by now. I disagree. But I do think another NFL team will offer him what he wants. I'd love to see him in Tampa. Ooh. Oh! Spicy. I w- I, I accept this. That <laughs> would be a huge light of positivity to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers organization. He'd have the weapons there. He wouldn't That's have the That's what I'm saying. Um, former Sun Sentinel Dolphins columnist Omar Kelly tweets, the most troubling for me is that some people are making this about race. Um, isn't I, at least a little part of this? Can't race play into this just a little bit? I'm not saying it is entirely about race, but isn't it unconventional black quarterback? Doesn't that play into this conversation just a little bit? I'm struggling to find it here. I am because Deshaun Watson is the counterpoint in a lot of this argument, whether he should be or not. And he's that's black. fair. I, I just, that's I, fair. I'm not. That's a fair point. It feels yes. like a reach at some. I don't know. I think that comment. I forgot the name who who sent it. On and I Twitter. suppose Kyler Murray got big money that he didn't deserve. That's like fighting nobody. Like yeah. they're, they're punching the straw man argument there just to try to get a point that across is, that you're against you know, PC. It You're could right. be, but on this huge list that we've said today throughout the show, between his agent and the NFL and the owners and the Ravens, I don't think it's even like top five yeah, of the reasons. That's a good call. And I think that that the uniqueness in the way he plays the position is more 
um, is more a reason for this than skin color. I think you're right. I mean, when you have Pat Mahomes and you have Kyler Murray and you have Deshaun Watson all paid more than Lamar Jackson, um, yeah, I think that argument probably falls flat. If you wanted a to bit. do a massive stretch, it just goes back to like the 30-second conversation we had about Josh Allen uh, risking injury. Being the not, closest yeah. to Lamar Jackson's yeah. style. That's yeah, the for only sure. For sure. possible molecule it's a massive stretch, and it's not worth the time, I don't think. Uh, Twitsy tweets in, what bothers me most is the blatant collusion. Uh, it's, it's getting harder and harder to argue that as more and more teams volunteer the fact they're not going to pursue Lamar Jackson. You don't think other owners in the league, and I hate to go full conspiracy theory uh, brain here. I hate to go full Aaron Rodgers, Joe Rogan's conspiracy theory-esque here. That said... Um, when you have all these teams volunteering, oh, no, we're not going to pursue Lamar Jackson like it's some badge of honor. Don't think the owners don't want that quarterback market reset. Like, don't think that they're not rooting for the harm the Browns did to eventually be undone. I do think there's probably a little bit. Don't think that these owners haven't talked extensively about the quarterback market, how to bring it back down, how to normalize it. That's called collusion. That, by definition, mm-hmm. is colluding, mm-hmm. even if it's not outright nefarious that is collusion it's hard not to argue that that's not is not what's happening here it sounds like it i mean the cards yeah. the cards are laying the a beautiful picture of it it just it it is that it theory is, is there that theory is there and there are facts or conversations that absolutely prove it uh ryan tweets in what troubles me most is other quarterbacks with guaranteed contracts wilson murray watson didn't do jackson any favors none of those teams made the playoffs last year and didn't look to be heading in a good direction as a franchise what's troubling is the lack of competitive balance if this continues uh yeah i mean i think that when you're starting i mean listen daniel jones what happened yesterday with him where the giants commit to him and as you said christian uh, earlier in the show, yes, he got a long-term deal, but after two years, there's definitely an out for the Giants in that. But they committed they committed monetarily to someone who has been nothing but average to below average his entire Giants career until last year where he was just about above average. And they paid him handsomely for that. Made him a top 10 per year paid quarterback in the NFL. That right there, it's just disrespectful from an NFL perspective. It has nothing to do with the Giants, but from an NFL perspective, it's so disrespectful to the Lamar Jackson camp now that Daniel Jones is now higher paid than him. It's kind of disgusting. It's laughable. It just looks bad. It's bad optics. It's, I think bad, it's, just it's very business, bad optics. Though. It's just business. I, I think people are trying to fight and take sides. I don't really. Uh, I'm not. T- I have. But the taken business is sketchy. The business is it's dirty. The business sketchy. is the ra- sketchy. The Ravens have leverage and they're using it. But that. But that is then. If they're going to sit there and say, "Oh, we're going to negotiate in good faith," they're not doing that. Mm-mm. They're not doing that. Like it's great that they have leverage, but they're also outright disrespecting the guy. They could have put an actual franchise tag on him and protected him. Instead, they want to use him and have other teams drive the price down. And that sucks. That is not good faith. Because they're wielding their leverage against him like they are, Eric DaCosta's a liar. He's a liar. What he put out yesterday is a flat-out lie. What's the uh, Go ahead. I'm sorry. I think they're testing Lamar and saying, well, is it just about the money? 
or do you have thoughts about trying to go somewhere else? I think they're giving him that opportunity, calling his bluff, I think, in a way as well. Even though they can match that offer, I think that's still the option out there for him. It's ridiculous that it has taken this long. Daniel Jones snapped a finger, and him and the Giants got something done. Lamar Jackson's been at this for two years, and the Ravens haven't been able to come anywhere close to Deshaun Watson money. I think that is really gross. What's the most troubling part of the Lamar Jackson saga? 888-760-3776. Jeanette, I, I, I wanted to uh, to pick your brain here. As, as terrifying as that thought uh, is, mm-hmm. I think it needs to happen because you, you were – Absolutely irate about something last night oh, that I've never heard anybody angry about before. Before we get to that, before we get to that, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, they have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho for more information today baptist health orthopedic care has offices conveniently located in palm beach county through the florida keys learn more by visiting baptisthealthnet slash ortho uh jeanette your call do you want to uh do you want to um go to the phones first or should we get to your story it is devin and boca okay go to devin yeah all right let's get to devin devin's in boca what's up devin what's up with you ken how are you brother I'm quite fine. I just wanted to say real quick, um, your co-host, you said it's about business, which I agree, but at the same time, it's about need. Yeah. Because the Browns now needed a quarterback. The Browns didn't have a quarterback for 20 years. They needed a quarterback. They saw the opportunity to get one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, so they decided, you know what? No matter what it costs, reputation-wise, money-wise, whatever, they're going to get their guy. So they did it. Now the Ravens have their guy, and they don't want to pay their guy. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, how can you be? Look, everybody's talking about Deshaun Watson, and I'm like, okay, what he did off the field, blah, blah. But you cannot make this about Deshaun Watson, because Deshaun Watson was in need, and somebody went and got him. So now the Ravens are saying to themselves, okay, we have our guy. We're not willing to pay our guy what our guy asked for. So now, okay, let our guy go out and see what he could get. Now on the open market, to be honest with you, they are right. Like your co-host said, they have leverage. Because not much teams in the NFL is going to pay Lamar $230 million guarantee. So at the same time now, yes, they have some kind of leverage. But when you look at it, it's like, just like the Giants, they needed their guy. They paid their guy. So it's that simple. So I don't want to have to talk about Deshaun Watson did this and he did that and leveraging. No. You need somebody. You need something. You go for it and you pay for it. You don't want it. You might think you might do better. You do what the Ravens do. And you let it float and see if it comes back to you. It's that simple. So all this race and Deshaun Watson and... Ravens, this and Lamar's mom, and at the end of the day, it's down to need and it's down to business. Yeah, yeah, and I agree with you, but Devin, what what I think is, and I understand the business part, I truly, truly do, I, I like the way you put it, it's about need, it's about having your guy, the Ravens have their guy, and I think what is driving me most crazy about this is they're not acting like they have their guy, and now they're going to use other teams to drive down the price of their guy, and I just hate that side of the business, because I think it's extremely disrespectful to someone who has done great things for that organization. I agree, and without them, look at it, look at the guy says. With Lamar Jackson, these guys would go into Cincinnati, beat the Bengals, yeah. on the Bengals' home top, and look at the, the record, what the Ravens had. So now this is the guy who fits your system and everything. So you're willing to guarantee. You're willing to gamble with him. So it's always going to be like disrespectful at the same time, you know. But 
It is yeah. what it is. But anyhow, good luck yeah. to the Magic this year. Though they look like they're gonna do so. Maybe in like the next, Jeanette, maybe in like the next ten years or so, finally Orlando will make it back to the player. Maybe they'll bring back <laughs> Ambar. So that time now. You know, they probably bring back your guy at that time. But Don't they're looking do good. It. They got Don't do young it, David. Players. Why do you always got to fight with me on this? I was I nice love to you. I was I love nice it. to you and went to the phone before we went on break, and this is how you repay me. This oh, fight. Man. That, that see what so happens good. next they're time. They got, they're getting good. They got some good young players. They're getting good. So okay. maybe in the next five, ten years, you know, probably see. <laughs> Devin is a mastermind. Jeanette went out of her way to say, no, 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 let's take Devin. We love Devin. And then Devin snuck in there before the horn sounded and just jabbed at Jeanette. He that was, was doing absolutely so good. excellent. That was amazing. All right. Um, so let's get this break out of the way here, Jeanette, because I, we need to dig deep on this because you are angry at the single weirdest, most inane thing I have ever heard of in my life. Delusion. It is, a, it is a, a delusional sports anger that I have never heard anyone have I have until last night. I have taste and class and respect. You guys it, apparently don't. And we have it documented all in text message. What in the hell is Jeanette angry about? The weirdest, weirdest thing that has Jeanette all pissed off when we come back. She's Jeanette Javier, the angry Dominican queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Hey, Jeanette. Mm-hmm. Uh, the WWE is having a pay-per-view in Puerto Rico on May 6th. I'm going to give you one guess. One guess who is hosting the WWE pay-per-view in Puerto Rico. Bad Bunny? C. He's a WWE superstar. Mm-hmm. WWE knows what's right for once. Uh-huh. Congratulations. Uh-huh. So, Jeanette will be purchasing the <laughs> Backlash WWE pay-per-view. Bad Bunny is your host. He's actually a legit good wrestler. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I brought that up. I just wanted uh, Jeanette to be uh, to be happy before she gets real angry here <laughs> in you just a moment. should have that after for after. Came in yeah. one of the Pauls. You didn't think they were going to be good? And they are trying to be fantastic in the ring. Really, Same conversation. Really good. Oh, by the way, Bad <laughs> Bunny one of the and Pauls. Logan one of the Pauls. Because Christian doesn't know which Paul it is. No. Does yes, anybody? It's one of the Pauls. I'm not, a, I'm not a Pauler. I think that's what they call fans. They're, they're, I believe it's, I'm appalled that you don't know. Well, their podcast is impulsive, so they, they're there, too. And the, um, the Paul brothers are just your basic looking, like, white boys. It's hard for me to even to ref- yeah. differentiate between the two. And by the way, the wrestling one is Logan. The boxing one is Jake. Ah, just, okay. uh, just for uh, posterity purposes. Bad Bunny's uh, going to make him look good. You're, you, they should be grateful that he's going to be standing right next to one of them. Bad Bunny is the king. L.A. Okay, so, um, <laughs> uh, so Jeanette, the reason she's so mad, to be quite honest, it, it stinks. Like, it stinks. And by the way, Thank if you. something stinks and you're having trouble smelling it, Chances are you have a nose issue. That's where Dr. Neil Goldhaber comes into play. GoldhaberSinus.com. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, he is the authority ENT maestro. He's been doing it for decades based out of Boynton Beach. Dr. Goldhaber has your ear issues taken care of, your nose problems taken care of, your throat issues taken care of. You a snorer? 
He can help you. Don't live like that. Don't just say, oh, well, that's my thing. I just snore, 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 snore away. No, it's not healthy. Stop it. You don't have to live like this. You don't have to live with constant congestion. You don't have to do this. Dr. Neil Goldhaber has you taken care of. He has been doing it for decades, and he is so good at what he does. It is really difficult to find someone in our own backyard as good as he is at what he does. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. Get your free consultation, goldhabersinus.com. That's Dr. Neil Goldhaber. The great thing, too, is uh, when you go in and see Dr. Goldhaber, he'll want to talk about the Yankees. He'll want to talk about the Giants, and if you can't stand the Yankees and the Giants, then talk trash to them. He'll enjoy that as well. Just just disrespect his teams. I do every time I see him. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. Goldhabersinus.com. Dr. Neil Goldhaber. That's goldhabersinus.com. All right. Last night, Jeanette, you were you were working ballpark at the Palm Beaches as the in-game host for the Astros, right? Yes. All right. Versus so the Mets. I, Very important to know. Against the Mets. Against the Mets, okay? Um, and I was at the Mavs game... And just checking my phone occasionally. Christian, were you at home? You were just kind of doing Christian cat things? Watching Creed 2. Oh, watching Creed 2. Okay, is that that in preparation to go see Creed 3? Absolutely. Okay. Um, So... So we had our uh, uh, last night, like we had our Today Show text thread going. And. Which props to Christian? I think that was the first time. That's ever happened. No, Jeanette got, or uh, Christian got it going early. And so. So, but as this is happening, Jeanette then is becoming more and more agitated as the night goes on. She's still at the ballpark at the Palm Beaches. And Jeanette, could you, could you tell everybody what it was getting you more and more incensed last night at the ballpark? Absolutely. So again, I, you know, the World Series champs, Houston Astros. It's very important. Mm-hmm. Of course, that signage is everywhere on the, in the ballpark, especially on the Astros side, mm-hmm. um, which is third behind third base. Mm-hmm. And I, we do these microphone hits on top of the dugout. And it is a clean, pristine. And, like, I'm even aware when I'm doing the microphone hits. Don't step on the Astros logo, both on my left and right. One that is just Houston and the other one with the Wait, World Series. Wait, that's a thing? That's a thing they told you not to step on no, the no, Astros no, no, logo? No, 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 They didn't tell me that. But me, out of respect, that's what uh, I do. Delusion. Okay. Yeah. So, no, stop, because this started with FAU football and uh, FAU when I was a student. Never step on the logo, because apparently that's bad luck. So, as I'm doing my hit microphone hits and whatnot on top of the dugout, mid one, it's clean, which is beautiful. Mid two, it's even clean. I get to the, on top of the dugout, the middle of the fourth inning, and these Mets fans had the audacity to leave their trash, their disgusting, empty, hot dog, extra cheese, ketchup filled, disgusting, paper, plastic, whatever, and their beer bottles, which we have cup holders, and on top of that, a floor to place your disgusting trash on. They had it on top of the dugout. And to me, that was absolutely disrespectful and classless, not only to the Houston Astros, World Series champs, but also to the ballpark. You do not leave your trash like that at somebody else's home. Okay? So why are you doing that in a ballpark? 
of who you're playing. They were Mets fans. And also, where all the Mets fans were sitting, there was no trash on the dugout. I was irate. You sign one or two free agents, and you just leave your trash everywhere, uh-huh. right? Yeah, 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 you're just uh, an old Oscar the Grouch. Um, uh, Jeanette, what is the difference between putting the trash on the ground at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches and keeping it on the dugout roof at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches? Like, think about that. What, you, what is the difference? It's going to be cleaned up by the same people. What, what no, 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 are no, you no, no, so no, no, upset no, no, no. about? The dugout roof is symbolic to where a baseball team is sitting. That is technically oh where they are being housed for the game. <laughs> Jeanette, Not what only are you that, but there's always about? signage no, on top of the dugout, too. It's a no for me. I Listen, th- th- for me... That is like me. leaving your trash on somebody's TV stand versus the dining room table. It's better than <laughs> which under if the- you do that, which if you do that... Pick up your stuff, because if yeah. somebody's hosting you for dinner, you're disgusting, and I hope you never It come. is better than on the floor. Yeah, under at, your at, chair that you're going to step yeah. on and pour the beer on and the nacho cheese yeah. and the sticks to the concrete. It's better than that. It, no, it's in that, not. The in that hypothetical, is there. In that hypothetical home that you have built, Jeanette, uh, leaving stuff on the TV tray is better than putting it on the floor. Not only that, but you're being so disrespectful to the people, the maintenance, and the grounds crew of that ballpark. You have no idea the maintenance that goes onto keeping that dugout roof clean. The paint, the material, everything, the design. You are putting your nasty trash on that dugout roof that everybody sees that represents a World Series team. And you're putting your trash in the way of that. Christian, Get can, that uh, out of the way. Christian, can we talk off to the side for a second here? Go ahead, bro. You know you got me. Uh, this is the weirdest thing I've ever heard anyone mad at before in my entire life. Like when I go out to eat, when I'm done, I'm not going to stack my plates. I'm going to put them under where I sat to not disrespect <laughs> the restaurants and, and dirty their table. Uh-huh. I'm going to put it under right. my chair. Right. That's what I'm going to do when uh, I go out to eat that, tonight. That, pretty normal behavior right there. Oh, hey, uh, Jeanette. All right. So, Wait, um, back? Uh, you're, 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 uh, we just, sorry. We just needed to have a little conversation off to the side there. Every, uh, we're, we're back. Um. I look at the, the, the dugout roof as a table. I have sat in front, of, uh, in front of countless, or behind, I guess, dugout roofs in my baseball fan life, whether it be the Chicago White Sox, whether it be the minor league Kane County Cougars, former single-A affiliate of the then-Florida Marlins, whether it be any countless number of minor league baseball stadiums or college baseball stadiums. The dugout roof is a baseball Table. No, if you it's sit not. behind the dugout, you, you you're almost invited. You're almost expected to use it as a table. You put your beer, you put your food, and you hang no. out and you chill. No. I don't know what you're talking about no. about the sacred dugout roof. Where if you stand on the logo on the roof, it's disrespectful. No, I think your your superstitions have taken over your concept of reality of what a dugout roof is. I've never heard anybody incensed about this other than you last night. Oh, sorry. It's not... I'm I'm respectful of who I represent, what I represent, because I bet you if I did this on top of the Mets logo, people would have been pissed Nobody. Nobody. New York fans are the No, New York fans are different. You're right. New York fans yell at me for not giving the best customer service because I don't give them a t-shirt, a Houston Astros t-shirt when they have full Mets gear on. Maybe they're right. No, absolutely not. <laughs> well, is it is it disrespectful 
Is it disrespectful to leave your food wrappers and your beer bottles on top of the dugout? Are you fighting? Are you, Jeanette, do you think that you shouldn't even use it to, like, eat and use it as, like, a table while you're eating and and drinking at the ballpark? That 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 should be off limits, too? No, that is okay. If you are engaging with your food and your drinks, cool. But when you're done with it, put it on the floor where nobody else can see your mess. It got to the point. In the seventh inning, I turned to the our, the Houston Astros shooting star that I work with every time, Ariana, literally looked at her and I said, can I accidentally just kick it over and say, oops, it was in the way? And she said, no, Jeanette, you got to be nice. And I was like, screw the nice, because they are not nice, the nice to this dugout. Yeah, kick it over. Make them clean up off the floor. But they're not right. going to clean up the floor. It's going to be the person that cleans up after them at the end. And you know what I did after I took the pictures that I posted right now on Twitter? What? I picked it up off the, the the dugout, and I gave it to the people with the trash bags, too. So don't blame it. Jeanette's being disrespectful to the little guys. No. You want a purple heart for that act? No, I, mean- <laughs> I don't. But I shouldn't have had to do that because no trash should have been on the dugout roof. Like, is I'm not. It, is it disrespectful to leave your concession trash on the dugout roof at a baseball game. Is it bad form? Is it disrespectful to leave your food and drink trash on top of the dugout roof at a baseball game? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. I've got to be honest. I've never even considered that it could be disrespectful. I honestly think... It's normal. Like, it's a what? dugout roof. It's, uh, listen, Who cares? No, 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 no. This is the first time it's happened all season. Who cares? First time it's happened all season. New Yorkers, they got better public education. They were smart enough to put what it on it the roof. What does it matter? Like, no, Jeanette, they got I, no education and respect of Jeanette, somebody inside your house. I'm just confused, like, why you're so offended over this, why it being on the ground is a better option than it being on top of the dugout roof. What are you afraid of, that the weight of it's going to collapse in on the the Astros? You think that it's disrespectful to the Astros because their dugout has a couple of popcorn boxes? And you can see the photos, by the way, of the offenders and the work they did, the garbage on top of the dugout, at Jeanette and Juice on Twitter. At Jeanette and Juice on Twitter, she documented this photographic evidence of the garbage left on top of the dugout roof, I think this is pretty standard. I think it's pretty normal. No, I don't it's understand. It's not. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six games I've worked. And this is the first time it's happened. Not a big sample size. Well, we'll see if it happens for the rest of the season. Six so games are, this has done. Are you also insinuating that this is because savage New Yorkers have no manners? I think that might be what's happening here, too, is that, um, and I appreciate it, but an anti-New York bias is showing through a bit. Mm, yeah, they're rude to me during one every time the Mets are in town. Rude <laughs> to me. I'll be the first one to say that. Also, it is super symbolic to leave your trash, at least in my culture, in the Dominican Republic for sure, to leave your trash when you're done with it intently on something that represents, like, it's the dugout is a big part of a baseball team. Yes, it represents a team that uses their garbage cans. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> I said what I said. That's what you're saying. I mean, Everyone should true. start using their garbage cans like the way true. the Astros fans yeah, and the Astros organization the uses their can. The 2002 trophy. All right, did we not just run it back in 2002 again? Our argument is invalid.
Yeah, no, no, no. The Christian is right. That was a cheap shot. You should, you should, you put the garbage in the garbage cans that the Astros used to use with their baseball bats. No, absolutely not. I thought we classed up from that. Because I, I am. Wait, who won last year? The World Series. It's it's the Astros. Uh huh. And it's I would like to ask Astros. Christian, who did they beat along that way? The, the Yankees. Yankees. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And um, the Phillies too. So Aaron has your back. Aaron on social media at KLV1063 says, pick up your trash and put it in the bleeping trash can, you slovenly slobs. Absolutely. Or on the floor like every other decent human does too. I am. I have never heard of anybody having an issue with this. Again, the top of a dugout is akin to a table. And if you leave stuff up there, then so be it. It's no different than being up on the concourse and leaving some trash up uh, on accident. I, I do think you should throw things away, okay? Look, I am not, I am not anti-throwing things away, but I also am not anti-putting it, the, if it's a choice between the floor and the top of the dugout, on top of the dugout. No, look, the, one of the pictures I tweeted, there's an empty cup holder there, and there's two empty beer bottles on top of the dugout. Take one of those and put it on the cup holder. And if you see, a great example exists right next to the trash. There is trash on the floor. That man obviously respects the dugout and what it means. And that grounds crew that tries to keep the roof of that dugout intact for the whole season. Dave McIver Druda says it's repugnant. You see? I'm not all, you guys are the ones without the class here. Dave's got no idea. I mean, Christian, I am I am in, uh, just stunned. I did not know that so many people thought there was a top of the dugout roof etiquette. It's one of those like, think, unwritten think about, rules, 150,000%. Think about below the dugout roof. You've got tobacco spit on the floor. You've got sunflower seed mm-hmm. shells all over the place. Like, what are we doing here, Jeanette? Like, what, what is this? You're acting like the dugout is some sacred religious uh, idol that it needs to be worshipped. It's a damn dugout roof, man. It is. No. You know what areas are... Held for trash? Trash cans. The floor. That's where the trash goes at a ballpark. Okay? Not on top of the dugout. It's a very hard, unwritten rule of attending an event. Did you trip on, like, a bottle or something? This is where it's all stemming from. Yeah. I I, I, I know you're walking on the dugout a lot. I feel like this is coming from somewhere else. No. No, 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 no. I wanted to kick this trash into the face of the Mets fans that was sitting right in front of it. Hmm. But I did it because my friend Ariana told me not to. She kept me real. I'm going to a game tonight. It does not happen to be at the wonderful ballpark of the Palm Beaches. I'll do some scoping out. We'll see if this is an everywhere problem, if you would, or a non-issue. We'll find uh, out. Again, I've worked seven games so far with the Houston Astros at this ballpark. This is the first time I have seen sh- such disgusting offense to the uh, ballpark and to the team. Rick tweets in, people are just damn lazy and don't give a bleep. Same ones that don't pick up after their dogs, I'm sure. I mean, now we're really making some stretches here. What's I, happening? No, it's, it's true. <laughs> and I'm you one of those guys, people. No, you guys take <laughs> oh, some notes, take yeah. some lessons, okay? Show up to my ballpark <laughs> with my team admission, that I Christian. represent and do what I will be more than happy to kick an empty beer bottle in your faces. Get out of here. Yeah, I got fine. Your mom's going to raise you like that. And I know Vivi... <laughs> 
For dang sure, Ken, won't let you treat your own house like that or anybody else in the family. No, 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 no. I get, I get. Uh, yeah, but but again, hey, my my house, my house is different than the dugout roof. Is it disrespectful to leave your trash on the top of a dugout roof at a ballpark? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. Is it disrespectful to leave your trash on the top of a dugout roof at a major league ballpark? 888-760-3776. 888 um, uh, It is is uh, not a concern on Brightline because on Brightline when you're taking the train from either the West Palm Station to Fort Lauderdale or Boca or Miami or Durant or Aventura I should say uh, they're constantly coming through saying can I take your trash can I take your garbage uh, because they take care of you on Brightline it's like uh, a first class trip on the rails with Brightline or maybe you're coming up to West Palm from Boca or Fort Lauderdale or Miami to go to the ballpark of the Palm Beach tonight for Venezuela and the Astros. Again, same thing. Just the apex of travel in South Florida. The most stress-free way to travel in South Florida is Brightline. The big yellow train getting you where you need to be. GoBrightline.com the free Brightline app. That's GoBrightline.com the free Brightline app. Make it a ride on Brightline. Is it disrespectful to leave your trash on the top of a dugout roof? Jeanette is incensed at what she saw last night and to the dismay of Christian and myself she has a lot of support for this. Do you leave your trash? Is it okay to leave your trash? Is it disrespectful to leave your trash on the top of a dugout roof? Christian and I say, yeah, it's a dugout roof. Jeanette says, no way. Disrespectful to the Astros, to the team, because it is a dugout roof. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. The weirdest rant we've ever had on these airwaves, courtesy of Jeanette Javier. She's the Dominican queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? From the yeah, Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown yeah, West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program is how you get a job in sports. Just trust me on this. I know because I know a ton of people that have gotten their degree in sport management at Florida Atlantic, and boom, job in sports, dream job in sports, local level. Big-time college athletics. The pros. FAU.edu slash MBA sport. Don't just take it from me. Go to FAU.edu slash MBA sport. You'll see the litany of success stories that over 22 years have accumulated that have come out, gotten their MBA in sport management at Florida Atlantic, and gone on to have a successful long-term career in sports. FAU.edu slash MBA sport. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, summer semester, fall semester classes on campus in Boca or online. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. I am in Dallas. I'm about to head to Frisco today. FAU plays tomorrow in the quarterfinals of the Conference USA Tournament. 28-3, and 18-2 in COSA League Champion Florida Atlantic, by the way. Who, Jeanette? let me tell you, is already in the NCAA tournament in case you were concerned. That is uh, my estimation, but also anyone who's worth a damn bracketologist estimation as well. So I've been hanging out in Dallas, which also happens to be where our friend Joe in Jupiter is from, and he is on Ken Levick Alive. Hi, Joe. Hey, Ken. How's Dallas treating you? 
It's good. I actually ran. For, I'm staying by SMU, so I ran along North Central right. Expressway uh, onto right. um, uh, what is it? Uh, there's a like a, a, a running trail system, like uh, right through the middle of Dallas. And I can't remember the name of it Kate, off the top of my head. Katie, Kate, Katie Trail. Katie Trail. That's exactly what it was. Okay. And then I I went all the way down to uh, the book depository actually uh, to get a little history wow. in today as well. So uh, so it's good. Dallas is good. Uh, we went to a Mavs game last night. Uh, they they beat the Jazz. I gotta say, Joe. I gotta say, Kyrie's awesome. He is awesome. But yeah. Luca leaves a lot to be desired when you watch him in person. He's not in shape and he complains. And compared to Kyrie, it's not a fun experience. Yeah, that's what I heard. I actually had a buddy that talked to me this morning. He, he fell into some season tickets. It was like uh, at the game last night, three rows back on the baseline. And seeing them live, it's, it, 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 the TV doesn't show everything. First of all, he gets beat up like crazy. Kyrie is beat a up. magician with the ball. Yeah. He gets beat up. But, yeah, he complains a lot. He does. But uh, him and, and Kyrie and are just this different show. animals. They are, and Kyrie makes everything look so easy. And I'll say this, though, too, Joe, is the Mavs play zero defense. Like, zero. Zero defense. No, they don't. Yeah. Maxi Kleba is um, our best defender, so that's going to that's gonna be a problem. Yeah, that's Kyrie be in the issue. fourth quarter. Yeah, it's going to be a problem. But I just wanted to see, what, what was that the first time you'd seen them live? Luke I've never been. To, I, uh, I've seen, uh, seen Luca live once. Or the arena. Uh, I've never seen Kyrie. I've never been to the American Airlines Center either until last night, and I like it. I, I really liked it, and I love the plaza outside. It's a, uh, I mean, Dallas oh, is just awesome as incredible. it is. Yeah, but it's been it's been a really good trip, and so uh, it's going to be even better when uh, we uh, we hand a bunch of L's to uh, mm. a bunch of Conference mm. USA teams. Mm. Putting that trophy home. That's right. Um, oh, speaking so, of FAU, they're talking yep. about them on the radio stations in Dallas, the ones I stream. They're they're talked about. They did a whole segment on FAU basketball. Let's from the Dallas radio station. Go so, We're going national, baby. I'm We're telling going you. national. Joe, appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you very much. They, they were we're going to have to play out like the Oscars with the music. Um, <laughs> Jeanette, uh, Ariana says, I'm with you. Extremely disrespectful to leave garbage on the dugout. Leaves a horrible example for all the kids at the ballpark. I'm telling you, you guys are the minority, disgusting, classless humans that I'm talking about. You know what? You're right today because it's International Women's Day. <laughs> Thank you. By the way, happy International Women's Day. Yes. Uh, to all the, the women. Uh, my mommy, the stay-at-home moms, the CEOs, all the moms, nope. the Latinas, all female athletes, the women of ESPN West Palm, Good Karma Brands. That's it. Happy International Women's Day. Jeanette Christian, I'm Ken. Bye-bye.